for nothing, yeah. we have tarted, started at 5.35 before. So Together, don't pretend, don't pretend we like it never here. happened. We were both here. I was here. Oh, please. Right at a row? Sorry, I had work to do. <laughs> I had work to do. Fine. I have two days off, so uh, I, had, I had things boop, I had to do. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Here's the I'm, thing. I'm, I'm thirsty. Well, I'm John. How are you? I'm hungry, too. I'm hungry. Crackhead Bob. What I'm not allowed like? to eat or drink in here. Because uh. <laughs> they're afraid I'm going to spill it. Yes, because the spill Nazis will I got a bone to, to pick you. with Ruben anyway, so uh -oh. I am going to go get something to eat. But I got a bone to pick with him. I'm going to eat it right on the air, what? too. Now what? What, 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 Ruben. what has he done? No, finish your thoughts. No, no, no it's, it's, it's our theme tonight. You didn't catch our post? No. You didn't catch the first three minutes? No. So I'm just, I'm just trying to help us out. What's the theme? <laughs> it's what do you want? What would you like? What are you dreaming for? What are you what are you jonesing for? Personally, professionally, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? How do you want to be? What do you want to be? You know, what Isn't would you it like? Too to... late for us. No. What would you What would you like to have? Not at all. Oh, who took a little blue case? Again. Who took the little there blue case? There goes the train right off the track. Somebody stripped it. Who stripped it? It's over here, if you want it. They took it and put it over here. Oh, I need it, man. Keep talking. Uh-huh. They couldn't get the thing. Because they're idiots. So what would you like? 609-807-2492. What, what are you thinking that would be just something great to do? Someplace cool to go? Someplace neat to be? Something, you know, great to have? Um, you know, I, I've got a few things I'd like, okay? But here, here's an example. Here's an example, okay? I worked with a guy some years ago, fellow from Jamaica, a guy by the name of Nigel Blair. Great guy. And which is why I'm, you know, talking about his name because he truly is a pretty great guy. Haven't seen him probably in darn near 20 years. But when I did work together with him, I was his sales manager out at, uh, out at the radio station. Oh, happy radio day, by the way. And also with you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I worked with him. I was a sales manager. I was his GSM, his general sales manager, out at uh, then the uh, Hot 93.3, shaking the Susquehanna Valley. And, um, you know, he a uh, great guy. And he, he seemed like he was uncomfortable a little bit, like he was not mightily, I should say. Mightily. But just, but just he was struggling some. He was one of my sellers, okay, one of our sellers, I should say. And I said to him one day, I said, Nigel, tell me what you would like here. What, what would you like? Tell me right here, right now, what would you like? And I knew what he was going to say. Not specifically, maybe, but pretty generally. Something to the effect of being like the top biller or, you know, having a, having a real good billing month of X amount of dollars, uh, you know, minimum every time, which is exactly what he did. Again, Jamaican fellow, he said something to the effect of, I would like to uh, increase my billing to X amount every month. And That's then of course, not Jamaican. Of course the, uh, it's Jamaican, relax. What the hell was that? Talking. Oh, my God. Men are talking. That wasn't Jamaican. Don't talk to me about men because I had a whole huge thing with men today. Go men ahead. Men are talking. Men are talking. Go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening sexist. <laughs> Go ahead. And uh, I said, that's not, what I, that's not what I mean, Nigel. I'm not talking about being top biller. I'm not talking about, you know, billing X amount as a salesperson per month, you know, ad nauseum. I'm, I'm asking about what would you like? And he looked at me like he didn't know what to say. And I didn't know what he wanted, so I said, "Well, what do you think? You know, are you are you are you wanting a new car? I mean, like a brand new, never before used 
car. Um, what do you think? Maybe a pool in the backyard, above ground, in ground. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe an addition to the house or something. A nice rec room or something. Uh, a trip. Goes, a trip. I'm like, okay. Where would you like to go? He goes, I would like to take my sons. My wife's not a huge fan, but I think she might go anyway. But I would like. This is now 1999. I would like to go to the uh, the World Cup, the Soccer World Cup. I said, great. When is it? Where is it? He said, it's in 2002, in three years, and it's in Australia. I said, Nigel, I can help you with that. And again, he knew me too. He's like, but you're not a football soccer guy. You're an American football guy. I'm like, yes, I am. He said, but that's immaterial. So long story short is we figured out it's all formulaic, you know, about, uh, you know, how many clients that he had on the air, how much was his total billing and uh, divide that by how many clients for his average sale of X. I said, if you just add one every month between now and these next two and a half years, knowing that there's going to be a few going to drop off from, from time to time. You're going to have built enough to where you could almost pay cash for your family of four to go to Australia for the World Cup. And his face lit up like a, uh, like a street light in the middle of the night. And it was just fantastic. And as last I knew, he had, I had left the company and then he had left the company, but he was, he was still at it. So, uh, you know, that's the kind of thing. What do you want? What do you want? What would you like? What would you like to do? What would you like to have? Where would you like to go? Who would you, or what would you like to be? You know, what would you like to do to, you know, earn your keep, to butter your bread? It's, you know, everybody talks, and it's, and it's, this is the wrong, to me, kind of dreamer. Uh, everybody talks about these, oh, the dreamers who come in from other countries. Well, no, they're, they're not dreamers per se. Yes, of course, I'm sure they have dreams of being other than where they were, but they're, they're interlopers. That's not the kind of dreamer I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking what about, the f- did that I'm come talking, from? I'm, no, where did no, that come from? Because everybody's dreamers. All this dreamer crap lately. I'm talking about what are you dreaming of? What would you like you to You completely have? threw that in there just to throw it in there. No, because people... <laughs> I absolutely did not... I'm at Disney enjoying myself with all these illegal immigrants around me in line. Don't these people have homes? Don't these people have homes to go back to? Shut up. He's right. He's right. He's absolutely right. right. That's called an opinion, and that's what that is. And and we there's no room on this show for it because there's none, so um, that's Except what I'm Except it's the right it. opinion, which is it great. It's not the right opinion, so, that is your opinion. It's the right one. It's your opinion. It just opinion. doesn't happen to be mine. It happens it's, to be the right one that I also opinion. agree with. That's your, that yeah, it's I also opinion. agree with. You agree with it, but it's your opinion. But I, I wasn't the first one to have it. You're, if it is, I do. Sure, you know what they say about opinions, right? Get off my lawn, that's what they say. <laughs> it's just an opinion. Doesn't opinion is, I have my opinion, you have your opinion, other people have their opinions. It doesn't mean what's right and what's wrong. Okay, all right. I, I'm not talking about that pissy. kind of dreamer. I'm, I'm so not pissy talk- right now, and and like I'm not going to go off on this radio show because if I go off, things are going to break. It's not yeah. going to be pretty. Gene, uh, here comes another one. Going to going to put the harsh on the mellow. Here we go. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm going to go off on a number of people right now. So my- But oh, see, you know, and then we got the, then we got Santa on the roof. What the hell's that all about? 
I'm not talking about the kind of dreamer that these knuckleheads talk about. Okay, you already said about. it. You already said Stop it. Stop a second. Wrong. Stop a second. On the 6.30 news. I'm talking about oh, what Lord. would you like? What, what, what tell? Nobody what, gives what a crap. You, you sure they do. Sure they do. What Does would anybody you really like? give a crap what you want? No, no, I'm not talking about me. About? I'm not talking about me. Do you hear me saying what I would do like? Do you think our listeners give a crap what other people want? I don't know. They don't. I know I'm not in their heads. They don't. But they, they give a crap about what they would like. That's different. That's that's this that's what I was talking about. Right. So, but I'm saying is they want to you want them to share it with of other people. Of course, because most the, people don't give a crap. That's not FYI. my problem. Well, it is your problem because you're in a public forum right now. I really don't care because those people are jerk offs and are, are close minded asswipes. Well, welcome to the world. I, mean, I understand that. Just, uh, I'm talking about the nice, decent people who you know you got something on your mind. You know, it's as simple as that. What would you like? What do you want to do? Maybe we could help. Maybe there's an idea there. You know, um, all <laughs> talk about me being Mr. Glass half empty. What kind of day did you have today? I had a pretty good damn day. Did you really? Till just now. <laughs> didn't sound like it to me. Why? I don't know. You sound a little, a little defensive or something. Mm, I don't know not what's at all. going on. I just there. know what's what's good and what's right and what's proper and what's what's positive for and who? can do for whomever. For whomever. You got something on your mind, you got something you want, you know, talk about it. Absolutely talk about it. Why wouldn't you want to? Because that might just spur an idea for somebody else who could use a little <clears throat> a little, little something, a little pump, you know? We, we can mentally pump them up, of course, yeah. We all did not have a crap day today. I had my crap day yesterday. I will admit I had a very... Did it carry over to today? No, did not. I that didn't have a crap day. I just... Uh... You know, I, I sounds really, like you did. I just don't. Well, I mean, kind of. I walked in here, kind of like, okay, Wait. I'm gonna recover, and then you started with your. I don't even know what. Recognizing the tardiness when I see it. Whatever. It was. One of us was punctual. So what? Because what? I'm just saying. You're gonna get me for five minutes being late. Five Actually, minutes. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, it was only five minutes. I said I was gonna be ten minutes late. I was only five minutes late. And how many times did you sit at that computer and it's like five thirty-five and you're like, oh, I gotta get on the air. But we were both the at the thing I don't together. Give a crap. Late is late is Actually, late is late is late is late, late. It was four minutes. Late, 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 late. Four. Who cares? And we were together. That's what counts. I don't care. Wow. I don't care anymore. I really don't. <laughs> okay, well, that's our show. I'm over. Um Real Town, we're uh, we're gonna be the, the Centralia. We're gonna be today. It's my turn to be the curmudgeon. We're gonna be the Centralia, Pennsylvania of online radio. We're gonna pick up and move. We don't know where. <laughs> do you know? Do you know that every day I work in a room the same size? No, it's actually smaller than this. That's hard. Smaller than this, with seven people in the same room, Ugh. and they're all men. I'm the only woman. <laughs> oh. Let's just share that Yay. for a second, right? I want to share it with you. I want you to understand. Well, I guess our dream right? positivity theme is out the window. Out the window. Thanks. Out the window. Wow. Because I got to deal with that every single day. I got to deal with men talking smack about everything. And everybody's up in arms about something. Everybody's like defensive. And it's just, and it's like, take, it's like if you took seven people from Global, mm-hmm. just guys, okay. and one girl. Yeah. Throw them into like Lisa's office and close the door, Ooh. and then let them sit there for eight hours and see what happens. Well, who's the Einstein put that little dynamic together? Wasn't me. No, I know. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying. So after a while, you start to get. Luckily, I, I, you know, I have some time off, but you start to get stir crazy when you're in a room, eight hours a day, and you're the only girl. And and mind you, 
keep this in mind. I prefer to work with men. I really do. I don't, if there was, I would rather work with men. However, in a small, tiny room, all everybody on the phone, you know, selling and and you know, quipping and little little. It's just oh my god. Sometimes I just I'm like I gotta. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't come in in the morning. I'm hanging from the rafters with a noose around my neck. Because sometimes I just I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I really think I should work with animals. I think animals are so much better than people. I they really are. I just know it. I just know I should have taken, you know, medicine, medical, and and been a veterinarian. With the random pooping and peeing and biting. I love it. I'd rather. I would rather. I saved I saved a spider out of my bathroom the other day, and I felt good about it. I flushed one down the toilet yeah, this see, morning. Yeah, see, that's not the way I would. Bye. He was climbing on my wall. Like, oh, and he, snap. He's going to eat little bugs and take care of things. So I picked him up. I put him in a little glass, and I put him on the balcony so he could eat some bugs out there. Wow. You know, he didn't deserve to die. What do you need to die for? He didn't do anything to me. You know? I'm Tres- saying I have, I think I have more. Trespassing. It's illegal. I think I have more apathy <laughs> for animals than I do humans. Or empathy. Sometimes. Sometimes. Apathy is you don't care. No, uh, I'm apathetic. Yeah, you don't care. I'm empathetic. Empathetic means that you do care, yeah. Empathy. Yeah. That's what I meant. Right. I'm heated right now. I'm a little heated. You're salty. I'm salty. I'm pissy. You know, there was a study out that uh, recently some scientists in Europe uh, discovered a cure, actually, for, for apathy. And what's that? Well, I don't know because nobody seemed to have the slightest bit of interest, so we don't, we don't know what's going on with that. Oh, uh, boom! Thank you. That was very good. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, so I have to tell you about my Reuben story. Right off the rails. I can tell you about my Reuben story because Reuben sure pissed do. me off. Oh no! <laughs> You're Reuben. This Reuben. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the sandwich, right? No. The sandwich? Oh, no. Oh, I missed out on the sandwich. What's the sandwich? I, I missed that story. The Reuben sandwich. Who oh, had no, a Reuben sandwich? I'm not talking about the Reuben sandwich. I'm talking about Reuben, Reuben here, Reuben, Reuben. My Reuben? Your Reuben. Our Reuben. Oh He's talking about the Reuben. I have to make up for that, he said. No. You want to know what he did? I'm going to tell you. Now I'm intrigued. So, okay. I'm just going to sit I'm back gonna, here I'm tell you and what he did. listen. And he did, he did apologize, you know, later, but... So what happened is, so I have a Facebook page for our show right. that I created, and I usually take our show and put it on the Facebook page. It is called the Real Town with John and Tracy Facebook page, right? True. So he started putting other shows on the page. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. What the hell And I that? kept pulling them off, and he kept putting them back, and I kept pulling them off, and he kept putting them back. I pulled it off like four times. Oh. So I finally instant messaged him. I said, Ruben. The Real Town with John and Tracy page is for Real Town with John and Tracy. Yeah. Now, I have no issue promoting other shows on Hamilton Radio. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm fine with that. I'll talk about them. I'll put a link to it. I, I have no issue with promoting. But why would you put somebody else's show on the page? And then when I took it off, he put it back four times. He put it back on. So I'm like, what, what, is, what is he doing? So then I, when I instant messaged him, I said, hey, why do you keep putting this on our page? He said, it was an accident. Once is an accident. Twice or more is a trend. <laughs> it wasn't an accident. So I don't know if he was like trying to like make up for the fact that he was trying to put this show on our page. 
or reach out to us and say, hey, can you promote this show for us? And I would have no issue with that, but you can't just post somebody well, else's that, show on my page. In that case, you should have said something. Hold on a minute. Let me think of this one moment. Oh, yeah. Could you post this and promote the show on our page, on your page? Something. Could have got a hold of you. For him. Uh, all I can say is he probably thought it was a different page and he thought he was making a mistake. So when I kept pulling it off, he, he was like... he was something with Facebook, probably. And then he's just putting it back. Because he's done the same thing with me on uh, the Hamilton radio page. I'm like, why are you posting other radio stations on the Hamilton radio page? He's like, oh, they're friends with us. I, was, I understand that, but it's Hamilton radio's page. Right. So it's the same thing. Right. That's okay. So maybe we'll all <laughs> just chalk it up to he that. He funneled himself. As well. he, he may have four times. He funneled himself. <laughs> But I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't see you putting this up on the Animal House page. I don't I see could, you putting it on their page. I could really start, but I'm Gino. I'm just not gonna, because I'm just not gonna. So that's all I have to say about that. But I, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, we, we, we've we've had discussions about um, this general topic over in the old building, and boy, I tell you what. You know, neither here nor there. That's, yeah. that's an off, off I, Yep, that's why it, it stops right here. And the, you know what? Okay, A for A for effort, but, but come on. Man. I was hoping come Ruben on. would be here because, you know, I would have, like, like totally busted his balls. I would have been, like, all over him, like a cheap suit. I would have been, but uh, he's not here. He's doing his door dash? He does that, too? Oh, yeah. He's a man of that. Does he eat the food? <laughs> Does he eat the food? No, this is a valid question. I know. I this is a valid freaking question. I think he says if a couple French fries fall in the bag, he'll, you know, accidentally stay out of the bag. Grab a couple bags. Yeah, exactly. They do that. I don't like that. I don't. I don't order. either. Let me tell you something. There's there's something you have to notice when you order from Grubhub, DoorDash, whatever. You have to make sure the restaurant actually seals the boxes because then you know if they dug in or not. If they're just giving it loose in a bag, then more than likely, I'd say at least 75% are digging in and taking a little little dip the, the, or taking a sip from the straw. The straw should not be in the drink. It should be outside of the drink in a wrapper. So you have to kind of check these things. I always look to make sure everything is sealed. But if there's like a loose fry and you eat the loose fry, how loose is the fry? Is the fry falling out on your car seat? I'll let that go. Is it in the bag where you have to put your grubby hands inside the bag to get the loose fry and pull it out of the bag? Right, exactly. Mm. That would be a no-no. That's the way I see it, too, because we were in Panera's one night, right, and the guy was waiting for DoorDash, and he says, I'm waiting for DoorDash, and they didn't seal anything. No, no good. He's like, he said, I told the guy, I'll seal it before I take it to him. What the hell good is that? There better be nothing left. Right. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It has to be sealed. I actually ordered from DoorDash. I, I got uh, PF Chang's, and it was very well secured. I have to, I have to. Oh, I paid enough money for it. I gotta say, but it was like very like the bags were put together really well, and everything was sealed. There was tape on it and everything like that. So I was, I was happy about that. But that's what you gotta keep your eye out for. Mr. China staples things, but then you can always been a Yeah. Well, I guess you could. But you can t- kind of tell when they have their own label. You can tell when it's been, you know. If it's somebody wants to bust in your food that badly, then, you know, maybe you need the food. Maybe you're not eating. Ugh. I don't know. 
I mean, we're gonna get the food from the DoorDash people, and they're not eating because they're they're not spending money. You know, you know what's aggravates me is that is that if Ruben wants to make it up to me, what he can do is go get Cheesecake Factory for me and bring it to to the station or bring it to my house because for some reason, DoorDash has a sign on the Cheesecake Factory, which is in freaking Hamilton, and that says uh, we use DoorDash, but yet they won't deliver to Robbinsville, and so therefore. That makes no sense. So maybe Ruben could go get me some Cheesecake Factory. That would be nice. Maybe that's something he could do to make up for his mistake. I'll talk would, to him about it. Would you like something from Cheesecake Factory, John? No, I'm good. <laughs> but checking. thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, Just checking. And did you notice when we walk up the stairs to this station, there are two chairs just sitting there? It's very odd. Where? You didn't see the two chairs? I did not see the chair. There are two chairs. <laughs> Where? I don't know why I think it's funny. I wish chairs? I had a remote. What at the top of the steps? Can, at the top of the steps, but they're they're facing nothing. There's two chairs facing nothing. So if you sat there, you'd just be looking at space. There'd be nothingness. Maybe we, we should do a live there. live remote action broadcast from, from the two chairs. From the two chairs, because it's literally <laughs> like when you walk through like the door to come in here. Yeah. It it's just two chairs sitting there facing like just a wall. So and they're, they're, just they're right out there? But it's in a small little cubby, so it's not like it's a big room. I didn't even notice. Did you even notice the two no. chairs? <gasps> See any chairs. I'm going to go look at the two chairs. Oh. I wish I could like bring this camera with me and then show you, because it's just two chairs. So I walked in today, five minutes late, and I look and I see two chairs just sitting there. For no, I don't Basically, understand. Basically, it was four minutes late, so you got two chairs for each two minutes, which is nice. I gotta take a picture of the chairs and then put it on our page because I'm I'm confused <laughs> by the chairs because it doesn't face anything, and they just are sitting. So it's like so when you walk up the stairs before yeah. you take the left mm -hmm. to come in here. There's just two chairs sitting there. I get right but on the landing. Yes. How in the hell did I go up the thing and halfway up the stairs on the landing and I see these chairs? It's sitting right there. There were no chairs. There's chairs now. Go see the chairs. Open as, the door. As you yourself would say, stop it. Yeah, there are no chairs. I got, you. you know what? Go I'm see gonna, the chairs. Mm, I'm not leaving the show, no, kids. No, I want, yell, Just, yell. Hang on. Let's, what you'll see, watch. Well, you won't see, but. I'm going out. He's going to see the chairs. Go on the landing, look for the oh, chairs. There they are. Yeah. You mean right outside there. Where are they? They're right over in, this, in that little. Cove. That little, right. Alcove. Cove. Yeah, where, I'd like it went down to the landing where you make the left. No, no, no. I guess I missed it. Okay. But does does that make sense though? Uh. Does no. They're, they're, they're just kind of there, right? It's ridiculous. It's kind of like random. Like, would you sit there and wait for what? What are you waiting for? I don't know. Maybe if before we left, you you're like, hey, I have to use the restroom. I might sit in oh, there and wait. Oh, you sit in there and wait. Oh, that's something. You know what I mean? That might be. The, uh, I don't know what else. Uh -huh. Or if, or if it was like, you know, uh, John, I got I got to talk to Gene about some some business. Um, yeah, could, but when you just you... sit in the lobby here. Well, if it was a private conversation, I was excuse myself and go out oh. there. I got a little fetching up about me, not much, but a little. I still think it's too. I don't but it is it is yeah. very random. It I was very random. It's just like when I came in last week and saw all these chairs in here. I was like, "Where's all the people? <laughs> right, is it like all people. these chairs? You guys can't see, uh, but there's four, all these five, chairs five, six, facing seven, us." Eight, nine, ten. Okay, we have and, ten chairs in somewhat of an orderly fashion. Then we have this one random chair, kind of like, "Yeah, I'm out here in the middle. Deal with it." Yeah, just like <laughs> these random chairs. Like, and is there supposed to be people? Is it supposed to be like a live studio audience, or Coach is that is that what it's supposed audience. to be? 
I mean, is this like Seinfeld? It is crazy. That's what it is. Is it, is it supposed to be a live studio yeah, audience? It, it is? You're welcoming anybody else in the room with you. All these people? Anybody else that wants to come in? Well, there you have it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there they are. Thanks. So they, I just want to invite them. I wanted them to. So you're all invited. It's a big party yeah. every Wednesday. Yeah. I just Please. wanted them to, to, to come and you know, laugh I mean, at our jokes. No, then we're going to have a crowd. You know what a crowd is to me? It's too many people. It's no thanks. Okay, whatever you want. Just saying. The two chairs that was put up by um, our Ruben. construction guy. No, oh. Ruben had another. <laughs> <laughs> so he put that random one out in the middle. And he said, "I put two chairs in a, in a, the room for you." I was like, "Okay, wonderful." <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's fantastic. Picture, picture. Did you notice the picture? What picture? What There's picture? no picture. There's no picture. It's a Hamilton radio thing. Where? Where? Where the two chairs are. Oh, I did see that just now. Yeah, they hung a picture there. Yes, they did. Oh, where the pictures? Uh, not these chairs. <laughs> yeah, the no, chairs out there. there. Oh, it's my like, God. It's like, it's like Brenda and Eddie, you know, they got a couple of, they got a Got an apartment with deep deep pile carpets and a couple of paintings from Sears. I was, okay. I was looking at these chairs, looking for the picture, and I'm like, "What picture is he talking about?" Actually, it's a 3D picture of a, of a pedestal fan over there. I'm mean, also going to put chairs on the other landing. There's another landing, right? Why? Because yeah. they can look out the door. To, for what security? <laughs> is it like it's like the Godfather? Like, is is the Godfather oh, in the hospital bed? And we need some police sitting outside to to protect us. Uh, I don't know. Some people just want to sit out there. For what purpose? Which people? I want to know what Which people. Which people? I don't know. There are no people that want to sit there. Show me the people. Sunday. There are no people. Tell me. Sunday, I'm telling you, there are, are no people. Doing? Room full people. Thank like you. Nine people from the church come in, and then they have all the constituents to come in. They got no place. Constituents. He means the congregants. The all con the what are they doing? Sitting away. For what? For what? To be called. To be like guests? Sometimes they're guests. Sometimes they just sit here because they're just sitting here. But wouldn't they be in the in the in the lobby? Sometimes they stand in the lobby. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> Thank you. I don't get it. Isn't uh, that what a green room is for? <laughs> you know, sometimes they sit in the lobby. Sometimes I feel like a nut, and sometimes I don't. Just saying. I just, I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get yeah. the chairs. I don't get this, you and know. Do we, do, we, do we need to start chilling for a live studio audience I, Well, this is why I'm, I have our live studio audience right now, because I want to, like, pretend that we have one. No, because... I'm talking about an actual live oh, like and living, one? breathing, well, in-person studio audience here. We have to pay them a lot of money. Who said that? I wouldn't come here for free. Uh, well, then... Listen to them. They're, you think these people... Exactly. They're laughing at having to be Thank paid. Thank you. Thanks. No. Thank you, everybody. No. Thank you. Thank you. Well, having to be paid. You'll come here and sit here and like it. Machine candy. Oh. oh, my God. And the candy. Oh, I want candy right now. I'm not allowed to eat in here. And what have well, we got M&M's? M&M's aren't messy. Ruben will get wind of it. They melt in your mouth, not in your hands, Jane. I mean, Ruben, Ruben going to yell at me? Ooh, is Ruben going to get mad at me? Loophole. All the other hosts will say, where's your little food? Cause they're all messy pigs. I'm yeah. meat. I know, but that's messy pig, messy pig. Big, 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 uh, me, 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 me,
I want an Easter egg. I want an Easter egg. I want an Easter egg. Why does she get to eat M&Ms in the studio? You told me I'm not allowed to eat. Exactly. And they act like little kids. The funniest thing, this was actually really... The funniest thing, John, you weren't here when um when I did Danny's uh, show, your daughter's show, Jean, was and there was a whole bunch of us, and there was like six of us sitting here, and one of the guests, John Provaromo, uh, my little crush, oh, he doesn't talk to me, he doesn't even talk to me, anyways, doesn't care. So, anyways, he was sitting on the end, so he came in with like a soda. It was his own soda, like he brought in from from you know home. So he comes in, he sits down, he puts the soda down, and he's talking on the mic. Ruben creeps in. Grabs the soda and walks out. <laughs> I swear to God. And I saw him doing. He creeped in, do, do, all stealth. He was like, do, 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 do. he was like the coyote trying do, 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 do. to yeah. sneak up on the roadrunner. And then John's talking, and then all of a sudden he just looks, and I started laughing. Yeah. I said, what the hell? I go, what? Ruben just. I would have smacked him. I would have. Ruben came in, took the soda, left, and then we're like, what happened? And then Ruben says, Ruben goes, you can only have water in the studio. Sorry. Well, dude, like, you had, had to sneak in and steal it while the guy was talking. Wow. So now, I mean, that's what and I think about. If I had, like, a soda up here, I'd be just... scared Ruben would come out from under the table and be but like... But yet, you know, all these mm-hmm. all these programs with with palatial accommodations and, and gazillions of uh, sponsors and viewers and listeners, they've got the cup right up here, front and center, with... Fill in the blank on it. Snapple, Coca-Cola, Dunkin' Donuts, you know. that That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's but they're fine. not... Maybe it's because certain people, not us, are messy. Well, clearly, they're 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 just inconsiderate or just... Sloppy. Sloppy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what it is. It's possible. You know, like, it should be if I want, you know, to eat something, I should be able to eat something. And I get, like, not eat a whole pizza no, or something. No, no, like, no, no, I don't no, mean like no. that. I don't mean like... You know, start mixing smoothies up here. I'm just saying, like... Ooh, that sounds good. Doesn't that sound good? I love a good smoothie. I had one over the weekend. Oh, very great. Jamie so made me a smoothie. Very, very I got, like, the Ninja Blender. That is the best friggin' appliance that, that is, I have ever bought you know what? in my life. I've, uh, I've, I've seen them. It's been a couple of years oh, now. About a year and a half, amazing. two years since I've seen one. And, uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, what is that? It's better than the bullet. I got Ninja. I'm like... Well, yeah, man, that thing will chop up anything. Crazy. You know, they say it only takes one thing to cause a problem. Well, somebody's put coffee in there. Oh, coffee. The monitor and stuff. In there. Oh, you're oh, kidding. No, can't do that. And then they have cake in there and what? crumbs everywhere. Uh, we went through that with the last place and I said, nah, this is not going to be a big You're done. No, you know, and I, and I get it, Gene. It's I get just, it. You know, again, it goes right back to every everybody being all... Bent out of shape and whatnot over the weirdest, stupidest little things, you know, and then all of a sudden their issue becomes yours. You know what? Uh-uh. Not going to happen. Take it someplace else. Again, like I said, if I wanted to hear out of an asshole, I would fart. Go away. You. Smarten up and then come back. Or don't. I, I you know, when, when it starts getting to stuff like that, you know, uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> I don't care. I just don't care. You know, get off my lawn. Seriously, um, if if not literally, figuratively, get the actual hell off of my lawn with that bevy of bullshit. Exactly right. That's <laughs> uh, funny. I don't know why. So what else? Now that the whole you know theme has been you know. Oh, because you're trying to do something here. happy and fun, and uh, I, I'm all about. We'll misery. do it next week. We'll do it next week, or we won't. You know. <laughs> 
I'm all just misery. I'm miserable because <laughs> I've realized that summer is pretty much almost done. You didn't even start yet, and it's over. It's over. Like, it's like it's over. In two weeks, we have Labor Day. It's over. It's done. We two weeks, have. one week. We can have. We can have. It's over. That's it. Everyone's going back to school. She's twelve days then, Labor Day, yeah. and then we got to go. And it's oh, but it's really everybody over. Yeah, finished. It's over. Oh yeah. Thanks. But you know what? It really is not. We're, we're going down to Cape May. In uh, in September, the third weekend of September. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. You we did, did some that. Time off? We did, yes, I did. I took a Monday and a Tuesday. We're gonna go down on Saturday and have uh, four days down there. Four days and three nights. That's Beautiful. nice, okay, though. New Jersey. We did that last year. Same time, same basic weekend, and uh, you know the weather was good. The sun was warm. The water was warm. The crowds were nil. Oh, yeah, because past Labor Day, it's a lot. Right. Yes. Now there's yeah. going to be a, a like a, a wine related event oh. over the weekend down there. We got one of the last, I don't know, maybe one of the one of the very few remaining uh, rooms at a place we were familiar with. But here's the thing: on Monday and Tuesday, we'll, we'll have the place to ourselves. I mean, we really will. So, I'm uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I have to say, I have to say. Hmm. So you know, and and even then. On, uh, on, I think, that Monday, the 23rd, is when calendar autumn begins. So we are chasing, literally, the last piece of summer. Can we get pumpkin muffins and, and pumpkin coffee Please. and pumpkin donuts Garbage. and pumpkin pump. You know, you're not Gar- a pumpkin guy? No. Oh, snap. That can kiss my butt eight ways. Wow, you really don't like pumpkin. Nope. Oh wow! If I never if I never heard of another pumpkin spice pizza wow, garbage you're, again, oh my, what, I would what? I would really be okay with it. You're that. very aggressive about pumpkin. F pumpkin. What? Why? Right. I don't like it. Pumpkin pie? No. Anything pumpkin? Fuck no. What? What's with the F bomb, dude? Just say. FCC. No, not here. I know. Let's pretend though. <laughs> no, that's not what I want to pretend, pretend about. I had things I wanted to, but never mind. Um, no. Pumpkin schmumpkin. I nope. love pumpkin. It tastes so good. Oh, you're the one. I love pumpkin. It's crap. As a matter of fact. Don't buy into it. You know it gives what would be you nice? diarrhea. No. It's I horrible. love it. Ugh. Let me tell you something. Ugh. PJ's pancakes better have pumpkin pancakes. Right Don't do me. it. Don't kowtow. No, they, they make them anyway. You can't Ugh. stop them. But I'd like them to deliver them upstairs to me. That would be nice, too. What well, for? You can't eat it in here. Oh, that's true. I can't eat it in here anyway. Don't do it. How can I promote PJ's? The Ruben police eat will be like. Uh, you can't eat that. Here, I'm yeah. going to post somebody else's shit. sneak it out of here and I'll eat it out in the, out I'm gonna the, post somebody out in the green room with the french fries I stole. Ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben. Ruben. Not a pumpkin guy, i got to tell you. Ruben. Pumpkin can suck it. I don't know. I really like it. That's, nope. You know what, though? I understand why people I don't. don't like it. I just, I I'm never okay with have. that. I just never have. You know, no, it's okay. You don't have to like it. You're not going to stop me from liking it. No, 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 no. I mean, listen... Eat and drink what you like, like what you eat and drink. I mean, to me, I might, might have a pumpkin donut every year because that's all, that's all there is. And I really am, okay, I'll have a stupid freaking donut. That's fine. That's it. I don't care for it. I just don't. Pumpkin pie, I so, for, for damn near 55 years, I have wanted so badly to like pumpkin pie. I'm like Tom Hanks and Big when he has the caviar. I'm like... Have you tried it with, like, ice cream? Yep. Have you tried it with whipped cream? Yep. I've tried it 
99 ways till Saturday. My grandmother used to make, supposedly, because I don't like it, used to make one of the best pumpkin pies on the planet, so to say. And you hated it. No, I can't, I can't have it. I just, oh, I, it, it looks so good. I'm like, nope. And it just, to me, it's just bilious. It's like, ugh, yuck. Ah, I'm going to make you something oh. with pumpkin in it, mm. and I'm not going to tell you. I'm and not, then I'm going to say. I'm not hungry that day. And then I'm going to say, Ugh. try this. Because mm. I can make something, I guarantee, for you, mm. that you will like and not even know there's pumpkin in it. Well, and here again, back to the whole donut thing. I, I, don't, I don't dislike a pumpkin donut overly. I just am like, Ugh, okay. Because there's enough other elements, I guess. Stop it to cover up. Because, yeah, because it doesn't really taste too pumpkin-y, no. if you taste the Dunkin' Donut one. About 10, 11 years ago, I worked at a place that was right in front of a Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, I would go over. I would always volunteer to walk over because I needed to get, sound familiar, I had to get out of the damn building. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'd volunteer to walk across and take everybody's order and go get nice. stuff. And Well, because I wasn't out of the building, I didn't give a shit about anybody's stuff or money. I never wanted right, anything. Right. I didn't have any money back then. So, but I'd go over and, you know, and, 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 and I, you know... They toss sometimes, and they got to know me, and they would toss in an extra donut, you know. And uh, I'm like, okay. But I really just don't. I mean, there's, there's, there may be, out of the whole pumpkin food-related universe, there might be one or two things that I'm, eh, okay. I just, nope, I just don't. I just, it's like venison. It's like, you know, I don't. Ugh, no. Say, there you have it. Yeah. That's my, that's my venison. Well, I don't eat meat, so well, I kind of. But even yeah. in general, you know what I mean? It's just. You know, until one time, this is probably 25, 30 years ago, I was calling on, <clears throat> calling on somebody, country skiing sports in Montoursville, Pennsylvania. And uh, I, got to, I got to know these fellows and uh, blah, blah, yada, yada. Here it comes now. It's, 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 I don't know, November, December. And hey, John, I was thinking of you. Listen, uh, we got this, got this ring bologna. Would you, would you care for a slice? I'm like, yeah, sure. I like a good ring bologna as much as the next guy, you know? And I'm munching away in this thing, swallow it down. Yeah, that was, uh, we got that, you know, uh, uh, Joey, you, you went hunting, and that was from the deer you got. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, that was pretty great. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, it really wasn't bad, but it, I just, I can't. I just can't do that either. Just, just can't. I understand. I'm hungry. I'm so hungry right now, Gene. I didn't eat, I didn't eat lunch. <laughs> All I had today... It was a bagel and a nice coffee. So I'm starting to feel weak. <laughs> there's some there's some, some food over here, but that's for my dinner. But that means I'd have to wait uh, another like 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah, oh boy. If I had like an M&M's, <laughs> that would be so good. No, here's, here, here, here. You, you, you're like the little girl who's like, Dad. And you know, my I response am. is, well, I bet you won't do that again, will you? <laughs> Maybe you can slip him on the sly like this, like on the sly, like I just go like this. Well, he sneaked in. Or he sneaked out. And, and he sneaked out. Maybe somebody could Ruben, sneak yeah, in. Yeah, Ruben snuck Wink. in and stole a drink. So, you know, someone can sneak in and hand me an M&M's. Well, it might get out because, you know, it's broadcast. He might catch the show sometimes. M&M's. <laughs> so hungry. Oh. <laughs> I'm feeling faint, man. You know what it was? Now I figured it out. What? I was hangry. That's why I came in angry. I was hangry. I hadn't eaten. And when I haven't eaten for a long time, I get pissy. A little so, bit. There you go. <laughs> Just there you go. Now I know. 
I mean, I'm just pissy anyway. But then the added, the added no food. I get no food. What was that? What was that? Oh my God, what was that? Was that Santa? Santa? Is that you? Well, I, I hear the, the NBC dancing end coming coming to town. <laughs> there we go. I'm breaking the rules You're for breaking you. the rules for me. Thank you, Gino. You're the best. Oh my God, I'm hiding them though. Now, to all you broadcasters here on HamiltonRadio.net, yeah, don't get your hope yeah, that this no, is a one-off yeah, deal. I cried. I cried. Oh my God, what do you want an M&M? It's that time you. Yeah. That's pretty good. No. I don't think no. I can make it. I just needed a little. little well, it melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Well, there's that. I mean, there won't be any stains. I think that might be part of my problem, Gene. I don't cave anymore. I say, well, why don't you? Could you just? Nope. But what about? Nope. Could you? Nope. But what? Nope. Fine. Click. You know they're making a Lifetime movie about Nexium. You know that. Um, oh, the the Man Bashing Channel. Is it? Oh. Is that what it is? <laughs> you think? I don't know. Is it? It's horrible. What do you mean? It's the Man Bashing Network. Why? Watch anything on the freaking Lifetime Network. Probably at least fifty, if not seventy-five to eighty-five percent of it is some either overt or covert. You know, men suck kind of a theme. What? I'm just saying. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, sure. Let's look at the shows. It's Lifetime for women. So, of course. They took out the for women part. It's just Lifetime. But it's always been. Though just because they took it out doesn't mean it ain't there. Let's see. <laughs> I'm going to analyze that because... Now, I... granted, this guy deserved it, but let's go back to one of the originals, The Burning Bed. Okay, but he deserved it. Oh, yeah. It. He deserved it. He yeah, deserved he deserved it. it. He, deserved he was a jerk. jerk. Oh, fuck. And that, oh, you know what? I saw a documentary with, about Farrah Fawcett. You said that. When oh, you were watching her. the other one the other night about... Um, we're going to watch now. I watched Patrick Swayze. Thank you, Patrick oh, Swayze. That makes me cry, man. I know. I miss him. Does he? Did he know that that you were going to miss him? No, he he knows it because he feels it. Kind of like Ghost for Real. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! No dildos. We'll stop that now. Molly, you in danger, girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sad to me. That's so sad. Mae Brown. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was. Okay. What? Here we go. Lifetime yes. shows. Here okay. we go. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Oh. oh, this show pisses me off. Which one? Marrying Millions. There it is right there. You know, why do you got a glom on? Just do your own thing. You know, you want to know what really upsets me about that show? Go it's ahead. Funny so you know the baseball player? You know this. Josh Hamilton? Yes. Not when personally, he, but I know who he is. No, and he was a very good baseball player, but he had a lot of trouble with drugs. You remember that, I'm sure. I, he had a lot yeah. of trouble with drugs. Absolutely. But he was a great player, great baseball player. And so he had a wife, and they had three uh, girls together. The girls are all grown up, now they're teenagers, or, you know, uh, young women. And so him and his wife got a divorce. Now his wife has so much money from the divorce. Let's throw that out there. Yeah. And, you know, I have my views. Women may hate me for this, but I think men get so screwed in divorces. I really, really do. I think they do. And I think... I think if you are a woman and you meet a man and you grow a business together and you, you watch them grow or, you know, you're with him when he's nothing and he becomes something. And, and I think you are entitled to, like, split the money and stuff like that. But I can't stand if a woman believes it's owed to her if she marries someone who already has money 
and she believes like it's owed to her. I don't no. get that. It's not owed to you. That's why there's prenups. And, and I would and sign vice a prenup. versa I would, I too, care. because there are dudes out there who do the same thing. They go digging for gold and they find somebody, whether it's younger, older, same kind oh, of women? age. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. It, it happens. I mean, probably not as prevalent or as mm-hmm. talked about as this, but I mean. You know, there, there's guys who, who dig for gold, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a greener pasture, and I want half. Well, you, you didn't do anything to, other than just join the party, so to speak, right. to earn the half. Right, right. You did nothing and like but it. But if you, like, grew together, like I said, it was different. something that's different. That's different. So this Josh Hamilton's ex-wife, she's on this show marrying Milliams because she is in a relationship with her daughter's friend. What? What kind of friend is this? How old of a friend is this? And how old is the daughter who has this friend? Well, Josh Hamilton's wife, I think, is 36. Okay. I think the boy is 19 or 20. Oh, come on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the crazy thing. She has all this money, and you know it's because of Josh Hamilton. Of course. And I'm sure in the divorce, she cleaned up. I'm sure she cleaned up. Well, that's just... She cleaned up. Now, the girls, are, the girls are growing up. They don't even live at the house. I think maybe one of them might live in the house. But the other one, they don't live in the house anymore. They're gone, college, whatever okay. they're doing. So, you know what she's doing? She's got all this extravagant money that she didn't earn herself. That she took Josh Hamilton. So, you know what she did for this kid? She bought him a car. And not just any car, I bet. She bought him a car. It's just more beautiful sports car. I don't remember what kind of car. But that's what Josh Hamilton's money that he worked really hard for. And you're buying some kid a car that's like your boyfriend and he's like 18 or something? Oh, it's messed up. Mm. Messed up. No good. No. So, uh-uh. so that's one of the shows. Let's go on. Uh, that's Dance Moms. I have only ever seen snippets. Now, this is not a... a, a maybe it is, but the little be- the bits I've seen... You know what? These moms are out of hand. Mm-hmm. Having these little girls, these these wonderful, these beautiful little children, and foo-fooing them all up. You well, know, they're, they're six and say right. six, seven years old, making making them look like they're sixteen, seventeen, competing in these fakakta dance contests, and getting all bent. Here it goes again, Gene, getting all bent out of shape when things don't go their way. I, I, I have I have about a second and a half. Well, it is it is that. just in defense of. I don't defend a lot of that stuff, but it is dance competitions, and I have done all the ones they've gone to, I, I've gone to. So, I'm not saying the yeah. competitions are, are the problem. That's not the problem. The problem is these the these, these idiot, grown-up women who feel they have to make something, somebody, their child, into right. something that they may or may not want to be. Right. Maybe they're living vicariously through the, them. You know what? I... And not not really forcefully, but I tried that. Okay, Jack, my son, who is now twenty two, he's a he's a good athlete. He is a good, solid athlete. He really is. And anything I ever did, I had to really work at it to be even eh, marginally okay. Okay, once I figured out that football was the thing for me. That's the only thing I did, and it took me until I was 35 damn years old, out of the game for 18 years before it, Mm. to realize that, you know what, I was a little better, or could be a little better than I thought I was back when I was in high school. 
But Jack, he's the guy you take him out on the golf course the first time ever, okay? Yeah. And he's the kid shooting it right down the fairway, 210 yards with a three wood that he, you know, he never picked up before until we went out on the course. This is that kid. He picks up a tennis racket, never played before. Boom, he's doing a nice job. He's that guy. Good for him. So I wanted him, you know, seeing the future that could be, I wanted him to, to investigate how to be the best quarterback he could be when he was in, uh, like, Pop Warner age, midget football, up till 12. I wanted him. He and I started playing baseball when he was, like, a month and a half before he was three years old. I wanted him to, to see about that, you know, because, again, that's a great sport. Not nearly the collision that you have in football, potentially, so your career could be longer. Even as a triple-A minor league guy, you make pretty decent money. Or, pardon me, it got him a little later on. Mm. He was like 8 or 9 or 10 that he started with basketball, which is what he did most recently out in college for one of the Penn State satellite schools. Okay? He doesn't play baseball anymore. He may get back into that like with, with some local organized stuff. He doesn't play football anymore. He talks about doing stuff like what I do, semi-pro, eight-man, but I don't see it happening because if nothing else, not for anything, he's got back issues, okay? Not because of anything that happened to him, just because of his physical makeup. Point being, I pushed. I didn't throw him into it like some of these people do with the dancing and mm. stuff, but I nudged, I pushed. Fall, football, spring, baseball, winter, basketball. His mom, Jamie, was more influential in basketball because that's her sport. But so we had it all covered. And here he is. I, in my estimation, had he stayed with one of them, for example, football, the kid was a good quarterback. He was just a good because he sees the whole field, the whole game. Same with baseball, same with basketball. But it's just, you know what, you have to want to. And I'm not going to force my kid, whether he's 12 or 22, to do something that he doesn't want to do. This, you got these nuts, these nuts, haha. <laughs> uh, you got these nutty people who are exact opposite. You'll do it and like it because I said so. And they cry and they, and they feel horrible. Have you seen some of those where these little girls I watch are crying? Them all the time. Horrible. You I know, watch them all the time. This is not Tracy's dance class where everybody's having fun and learning something because they want to be I there. I make them cry all the time in my dance class. Do you really? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Though I have had, I have had some cry. I'm sure. I mean, with that show, yeah, the moms are out of their freaking oh. minds. But I, I do truly believe the girls love to dance, and they're really, really, really good dancers. I mean, they're really good dancers. But, but the moms are nutty. Yeah, I agree. They're, know, they're a little obsessed. But when you when you when you have when you have forced that square peg through, not in, through the round hole to get there. That's what I've got a problem with, okay? You know, sweetie, Stephanie, what do you want to do? Well, I'd like to do fill in the blank something different. Then you know what? Let's let's look at that. No, you're going to dance, damn it, and like it. Dance, I say. Well, I, I'm just saying that looking no, at No, this time these, we dance on sprockets. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, looking at the shows, there's nothing that's like kind of like bash, like men bash. I mean, it's mostly about women, but it's very like... You know, little women, cheerleaders. What I have found, again, there. having worked in cable, now granted... It might have used to have been like that. It, well, what yeah. I found, even mm. back when I worked in cable, you know, however many, 18 years ago, yeah. it wasn't necessarily the shows, the ongoing program, so to speak, but the uh, but the, the features, the movies that bubble up every once in a while. Yeah, look, 
coming up on Lifetime. The movies. Very special follow-up to Burning mm. Bed. Oh, please. Might be the movies. Not, and again, that not all of them, but just... That is a possibility. And again, I used to... Might be. Oh, and WBRE just talked about the XFL starting in February. That's right. This just in. Vince McMahon's XFL. I saw him. There's someone was talking about that at work, too. Yeah. Why is it is it a big deal the XFL? It is may very it may be. Why? Um, like what is it's, it about? It's it? professional spring football. Um, it's it's opposite the NFL. <coughs> Pardon me. The rules are a little bit more loose. They're not as you know rigid. And NFL also known as the no fun league lately. Um, the the league that was that was going this year in the spring there was a, the Alliance of American Football. Uh, it was doing well. There was some some off the field front office type I's that were not dotted and T's that were not crossed in reference to and don't don't chisel this in stone in reference to how some of these guys in the Alliance of American Football um, could either have been or be able to participate in NFL football whether previously or going forward mm -hmm. and there were some legalese that long story short just shut shut the thing down about uh, three-fourths of the way through the season and it was doing well it was doing pretty well um, matter of fact I, I know one of the coaches who was with one of the teams in Birmingham Alabama uh, the Birmingham Iron she was a defensive line coach um, and she's now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also, oh. as a defensive coach, uh, Lori Low, Low Locust, top notch, and she'd be on social is it, media. Her last name is Locust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And um, she'd go on social media talking about, boy, this is great, and every you know the, the crowds are good, the vibe is good, everything is growing and growing, and then this legalese just shut it down. The problem was going to be that in 2019, the Alliance started, and then in 2020, the XFL was going to restart. So then you're going to have two similar leagues competing off-season in the spring for the same players, viewers, sponsors, fans, what? The Alliance went away. So that put, this is the one that Vince McMahon from WWE... Yep. So that put Vince right in the catbird seat because he was originally going to start it this year. And he's like, no, no, we're going to do it right because last time they didn't. We're going to do it right. We're going to push it back one year and really make it sizzle. Now he's going to be the only spring game in town where football is concerned, not unlike how the, uh, the former USFL was back in the early to early mid-80s. They were the only gig in town spring. They were run well until, okay, Pardon me, here's one of the things I'd like to wring his neck until Donald Trump got his freaking mitts in it and decided to, he wanted to have things done his way, and uh, it, it went down the tubes. Just, again, a legal thing. Yeah. Shut it right down. Yeah. So this is going to be, this is going to have the making to be um, good. I'm sorry? What state is it based out of? Um, the home office in Connecticut, you right. know, WWE office. That's what I was going to ask, yeah, if it's right, going to be out of Right next door. I mean, same building next door. I've driven by door. that building many times. On the highway. Is that right? Yeah, it's huge. You never seen it? No. So if you drive from Boston to New York or Boston to Jersey, which I used to do all the time. Is that Bridgeport? Where is mm, it? Uh, so I don't know. I have Bridgeport. no I just it's, know that a, uh, when you're on the Southern highway, it's you're on eighty four. Yeah, yeah. Which is the yeah. what goes right through Connecticut. And ninety five does two. Which one, I'm trying to think which one it is. I can't remember it's eighty four or ninety five that I was on. But you you literally go from there's a big complex. It's huge. It's huge and you it it's on the highway. So when you're I'm pretty sure it's eighty four. 
Uh, someone can correct me and call in and correct me, but I'm pretty sure because I remember driving to New Jersey and seeing the two things that always stuck out to me on my way to New Jersey from Boston. The two things, the two things that stuck out to me. You know what? Want to know what they were? The Pabst Factory on the Garden State Parkway in Irvington. No. Not shut down. Damn it. It was the WWE building and the IKEA in Elizabeth. Oh. And that's I a big used to one. yeah, and I used to always it's when always I would close. drive, I would I know where I as soon as I hit the IKEA, I knew how long I had to get to my uncle and aunt's house. Not and long. they were in Morganville, uh, which is right near Freehold. Yeah. And uh I would always oh there's the IKEA, I'm almost there. Yep. I always that's how I would judge it. But I remember going, Oh, WWE building, which was halfway out to the IKEA. So oh, halfway, then get to the IKEA, one more hour. Bingo. And that was it. Nice. And I don't know, that's what it stuck up to me. But the WWE building is huge and there's a huge lighted sign this is WWE. Well, so I'm, I'm sure they'll have a whole XFL thing if they don't already. So would, do they play all in all over the country? Yes. Or Yeah. Now who do they play against? Um, other teams in the XFL. I mean, there's St. Louis. I know that there's a team. There's, there's. Oh, I can't think. Oh, of so the, they, so they've already developed. Oh, this teams thing has been. This states? thing has been undulating for like three years. Oh, almost. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, this couple, is the first I'm hearing three of it. Years. No, no, no. Yeah. Because back in 2001, he did it the first time, and it came out with a bang. And then, like after the first or second week, it just was like, yeah, nah. And it was on NBC. His buddy Dick Ebersole over there, <coughs> partner at NBC, backed it, and they had all the games. And all of a sudden, they had like 18 people in the stands, and they had like two people watching every game. It was horrible. It was more. It was more gimmicky and <sighs> than it was actual football. It was like, oh great, look at all this <laughs> gimmick going on. Oh, there's a football game too, by the way. Okay, good. You know, there, there's a few guys who ended up once that because it only lasted one season. There was a few guys who ended up playing in the NFL. Not many. One was uh, one guy was Rod Smart. He played for the Carolina Panthers. And one of the things they did back then in '01 is you could put rather than your name on the upper back of your jersey, you could put whatever. Right. Rod Smart put he hate me. That was what he had. <laughs> and everybody used to, and he hate me with a carry of four yards up the middle, second and six. You know, and everybody was like, who the heck is this he hate me? Well, the guy's name was actually Rod Smart out of uh, Wichita State or wherever he went to school, who knows. You know, and blah, blah, blah. And there were actually a handful of good, like when the NFL went on strike back in 87, mm-hmm. and they put the replacement players, which the replacements, the movie was based off, but they put right. these scabs in. And you know what? Um, every team, when they came back to work, had one or two of these guys who were really standouts and should have gotten a look, never did, but they did when they played in the replacement games. Hmm. So here comes the XFL. That's interesting. And it's when does it start? Um, after after uh, the Super Bowl, I think a week or two, like in February next year. Oh, so it's not now. No. Oh, oh, no, no, oh, no. oh, 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 oh. Because <clears throat> no. I know, like we have our regular NFL is starting. I mean, we uh, we're in preseason right now. We're yeah. Um, about halfway through, you yeah. know, and that that all begins. I mean, that's okay. That that's a nice thing to look to me to look forward to after the summer. Yeah, summer's gonna be over, but you know what? Then you got football, of course, and then and then and, the holidays. And, and, and let's hope I'm I'm praying for your Metsies, man. How about that Mets, man? Jeez Louise. They're really, really just... It's incredible. Gee, they played played the uh, the Cleveland Indians. They killed the Braves. They they did not. They lost two out of three, but they they were extremely competitive. Then they went to Kansas City, won two out of three. Right. So the road trip was a wash, which is fine. Which is fine. Then they played the Indians last night. Okay. From the land of Cleves. Cleveland. 
And, uh, oh, maybe I was thinking of the, of the Indians. They it was whooped, Frank, Frank Cohen is the coach for the Indians. Yes. That's why I... They whooped up I, on them like nobody's business. I, for Holy some reason, sucks. I don't know why I was thinking the Braves. But the, no, 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 no. And that's the Erie Warriors are a good team yeah. this year. Because, you know, I'm a really big Frank Cohen fan because of the Red Sox. Because of the Red Sox, of course. And he's, I mean, he's a great coach. And I, that's what I, I for some reason... And they're doing thought. very well. Yeah, yeah. They're doing extremely well. Yeah. They're, they're either, either, I think they're second place, but like a very reasonably close second place in the American League. I know, it's pretty Pretty awesome, and you know, I mean, They're I'm a Sox fan. My Soxies are struggling. It's, What's it going what it on up there? I don't know. They're on and off. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a fair weather fan. I love my Sox. Of course, whether they win or Same lose, I don't care. But either way, I mean, I support other teams. I will never support the Yankees ever, 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 ever. And that's as a Sox fan, I owe it to my Sox people <laughs> to never Sox support. Nation. Yeah, the wicked. Sox Nation. That's right. It's wicked, wicked. Yeah. Andy you know. Braun said something pissy to me the other day. <laughs> oh no, he did not. Yeah, I'll bring that up in a second when you're done. But he's all he, he said, you know, and, he, and he's a he's a sports guy too. He's a, he's a baseball guy. He's a football guy. Yeah. But he said, listen, it's, it's just a, there's just a different good vibe when the Mets do well in and around the whole New York market. Yeah. You know, because Have you he's a crowd. Cute. It was oh, like a it was, it was like a was Sunday like, afternoon. Right? It, was, it was like a Friday night on like a Tuesday. Are you what kidding me? And it, and they were loud and mm-hmm. and he and he and said they're jumping up and down. Well, and the thing of it is, and I mean, and no disrespect because you know what, it ain't bragging if you can back it up. But the the Yankees, you know, it's it's so easy to me. It's so easy to be a Yankees fan because oh, they got all these World Series. Oh, they've been so successful. Oh, the there are players on the Yankees, past and present, who I really sure. do like, really like. Sure. Kind of like the Dallas Cowboys. There are players, past and present, on the Cowboys who are just sure. top notch. I love them awful, Absolutely. but as the team. Thank you, no. Yeah, of course. Okay? But there's a whole different vibe because since 1962, the Mets, you know, they've been the underdog. I mean, they had 69, 73, 86, 88, and then it was a drought until 2000, and then it was 2006, they got deep into the playoffs, and then 2015 and 16. So in the last, what, 57 years, there have been seven seasons. That in my mind, maybe I missed one. I don't think so. But there have been seven seasons that have been standout seasons. What They've, seasons were uh, Mike Piazza? Um, from the I'm going to say late '90s through the mid mid uh, 2000s. Yeah. Like that's probably when... he was with the Mets Yankees World Series. Yeah. Roger yeah. Clemens threw at him. Yep. Remember that? I do remember that. Oh. And I think that's Mike Piazza was probably when I started paying attention to the Mets. Because um, they were good again, yeah, finally, after all that I really, time. I didn't really pay attention to them until that time. Because they weren't, was, they weren't yeah, a factor. They, yeah. were, they were a mess. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, the song is, Meet the Mets, Meet the Mets. Well, it was, Meet the Mess, Meet the Mess. Because yeah, sure. it was, even earlier this year, it was, yeah. oh, jeez, Meet the Mets. And then you the got, mess. you know, Mrs. Met and Mr. Met. They're oh, so cute. Oh, Mr. Met, yes. Mr. I have a little Mr. Mr. Met. Mrs. Uh, Met came later, but Mr. Met, uh, and they're together. They're such a lovely couple. I have a Mr. Met plush toy from about 1974. I have a little. I like them. I like those, yeah. those Metsies. Yeah, I like them. He was, if I'm remembering correctly, I may be wrong, but I think Mr. Met was the first actual baseball mascot. Because you think back, there really weren't any mm. up until into the '60s, and I, I think, think I he looked was, it up. He was the first point. or one of the first. Uh, I think I was looking up. Mascots. Yeah, cause I, you know why I was thinking about because the the Phillies. They have uh, the fanatic. The fanatic that's been having problems. You know they've been ha- having problems with that. You know that, right? No. 
You don't know the story about that? What's going on with the fanatic? Oh, shoot. I thought you knew it was on the news and everything. What? Well, I got to get the story straight, but it's something to do with the ownership of that particular um, mascot, and they're trying to uh, take it away so that there's it's no longer the mascot for the Phillies. What? Mm-hmm. Why? Hold on, I'm going to read your story. I'm, I'll tell you that. I thought no, you no, knew no, about no, this. No, no, Oh, this is a true story. And the thing about it is not that I'm a Phillies fan, because I'm not. But I am a fan of the mascot. I am oh, a fan. Of, yeah, yeah, isn't he? He's fun. Oh, he's he's now he's um, he's him and the San Diego Chicken were in San my, Diego Chicken. Oh my God! Right? Yes. Were, the, were to me one of the first mascots that were fun, funny, just antics. You know, Mister mm-hmm. Met was around. You know, back in the early '60s, and there he was, big giant baseball head, and isn't that cool? But the fanatic, when he came along, I think in the late '60s or early '70s, in the San Diego Chicken, same thing. They were like, you know, just mischief and antics and fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. This oh, is the. Uh... They're gonna get rid of him. That's horrible. Okay, this was yeah. This is August second, two thousand nineteen. So that's when the story came out. Uh, what are they the Phillies this? sue to keep their fanatic mascot in Philadelphia. So, there we go. There he is. Yep. So, this was a big story. People were, like, crying and stuff. Like, they, they were interviewing... It's upsetting. They were interviewing people at the at the, at the the stadium where, they, where the, the Phillies play, and they're like, we can't do it. We can't get rid of him. He's everything. I was like, damn, people... Well, it's like getting rid of Mr. Met. Could you imagine? No, you can't get rid of Mr. Met. Mm. You can't get rid of Mr. Met. You can't so get rid of Fanatic. Uh, Major League Baseball's Philadelphia Phillies are suing the creators of the Philly Fanatic to, pre- to prevent them from making the green and furry mascot a free agent. available to root for and promote other teams. The Fanatic debuted at Phillies game in April of 1978 with the help of Harrison and Erickson, Inc., who designed and created it. It was that late? Mm -hmm. Wow. I thought it was like in in early 70s. Mm -mm. I'll be darned. And according to the lawsuit filed in New York, the firm's principals, Wade Harrison and Bonnie Erickson, were paid over $200,000 by the end of 1980. Which was a lot of money back then. Of course. In 1984, after it was clear that the Fanatic was a hit, Harrison and Erickson terminated the original licensing agreement and renegotiated the deal for $215,000. So about $15,000 more. The Phillies say the 1984 agreement gave the team the rights to the mascot forever. However, the 39-page lawsuit says the firm has threatened to obtain an injunction against the Phillies' use of the Fanatic and and to make the Fanatic a free agent if the club does not renegotiate the 1984 assignment and pay millions of dollars. Wow. Mm -hmm. And there it is. It goes right back Mm -hmm. to the damned money. Yeah, it's all about the money. So they want millions of dollars. They want to renegotiate it. So they they negotiated the contract... In that time, and they thought it was forever, and now they came back and said, well, no, it's not for forever. We want more money. Um, in addition, Philly fanatic Bonnie Erickson is also known for her work with the Muppets creator, Jim Henson. She has created mascots for other pro teams as well, hmm. but none caught on like the Philly fanatic. So that's what it is. So Philly fanatic got so popular, Philly now fanatic they're is, like... It's just very... Inter- tell you what, money. you go... You hmm. go Back back in the in the old days, you go to Veterans Stadium or now to you know Citizens Bank Park when the Phillies are stinking up the joint, having a bad year. Mm-hmm. It's still okay because between innings and before the game and whatnot, and if it's a doubleheader between the game, there's the Philly fanatic doing his thing, having fun, mixing you know it up with the crowd and the yeah, players. And he dances, oh, he's and fun. he's funny. Funny <laughs> is hysterical. big. You have to be funny. If you're not funny, you're no uh, good. But what happened? Is the chicken still around? I, I don't, don't see him anymore. So. I don't know that he is. The is he? Because remember, chicken. we used to see him all the time. All the time. 
Once upon a time, the San Diego Did, chicken. Not, he was really, really popular too. He was. He's, matter of fact, the mascot, yeah, the go. WILQ rooster, when I was first out there 30 years ago, emulated the San Diego chicken because it was such an iconic, recognizable figure. So the the mascot suit that we had was very, very, we had two of them because you always had to keep oh. one clean, was reminiscent of the San Diego chicken. What happened to the San Diego chicken? It only went away in 2016. That wasn't that long ago. No. To the August 26th of 2016. Come on, how come? I don't know. That's upsetting to me. I got to tell you. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was wondering because I was like, I don't see anything about him anymore. My thing is freaking frozen, so I can't even open the story. Well. But the San Diego, but more than 40 years is the man behind, yeah. are you the most, the most famous mascot in sports? Put, oh. Oh. Oh look, it's like a goodbye, like oh. a goodbye. That's beautiful. A Petco Park. That's I why like it took so long to load. It's like a beautiful picture Big of the New York. Picture. Yeah, it was a goodbye picture. Yeah, Petco Park in San Diego. That's a that's a you nice. That looks like a nice stadium. I'd like to, uh, I think to see a ball game there. Uh, so, okay, here we go. Okay, the San Diego Chicken will have a car. Who turned? He turned sixty-three. Oh, did the guy leave? They didn't have anybody take it. He spent forty-two years. As the most influential mascot in sports history. Uh, so it was one guy this whole time, which is very interesting. Wow. Look at the San Diego chip. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know that. It was funny. It's very funny. And I think even once in a while, correct me if I'm wrong, folks, once in a while you might even have caught him at a San Diego Chargers game. Oh, oh really? At, at the old Jack Murphy Stadium because the Padres and the Chargers shared a stadium up until just a few years ago. Jack Murphy slash Qualcomm Stadium in uh, beautiful San Diego, California. So I don't get it now. So is he... Oh, are there other people playing the chicken? I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm all know. fascinated by the chicken it's, now. It's What's old. going on? We went from the Phillies to the, the ch but I just thought that was interesting with the the free agent thing and the Philly because they want money. Well, want that's more the money. bottom line. Just follow the money. Well, I mean, everybody, you know, screw you. Thing. I got mine. Here we go again with that. You yeah. know, he got he got the mascot got popular, so they decided. Well, five hundred thousand dollars. That's not enough money. It should be millions. Millions, I tell you. And what are you going to do? This is another thing. You're going to take. The, the the Philadelphia Phillies mascot, what's his name again? The Fanatic. The Fanatic. You're going to take the Fanatic? With a PH. With a PH? And then you're going to make him promote no. other teams? That's weird. I'll tell you People what. People would wouldn't, wouldn't you take for the Phillies, make nothing. You take the Fanatic, take the Philly off of it, and you bring him to, say, the Minnesota Twins. That's weird. Okay. Or the Florida Marlins. No, no, you won't bring them to the Marlins because they've got Billy Marlin. So really, they used to. Um, but you take them to the Minnesota Twins, like the, again the Cleveland Indians, okay, um, which don't have a mascot anymore because of people. That's offensive. Yeah. Chief, the Chief Wahoo sticker they used yeah, decal and, and, and thing that. that they used to have on the helmets. I don't know about all. That. See, you and I have disagreed on a lot of things, but I might agree with you on that one. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's history. It's uh, like yeah. down down it's, in Atlanta. They used to have they used to have in in out past the outfield in the old uh, Atlanta Fulton County Stadium two stadiums ago now for the Braves they used to have Chief Nakahoma every time somebody hit a home run for the Braves the chief would come out of his teepee perched up in the thing on a on a deal out that center field and do some sort of a rain dance or something and people used to go nuts right. here he comes. Okay, a 2-2 pitch to Hank Aaron. 
There it goes. It could be. It might be. It's out of here. Oh, there's Chief Nakahoma. Yeah. And they would, you know, everybody yeah. would go crazy. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And it, then it was, that's offensive to uh, our Native American friends. We need to eliminate such uh, propagandism. Okay. Well, you know, we talked about this before. My thing is this, is that, you know, I... Things that happened in the past, there's a lot of crappy things that happened in the past. Of a course. lot of crappy to a lot of people, right? Different times. My thing is is you can't you can't erase the past. And I think it's important, and I know we've talked about this before. I think it's important to keep the past where you know, those statues and all those things they say that we gotta tr- take it down. No, we gotta stop you doing don't this. Have to you take have it to down. educate people of the future to not do things again. Well, again, so if, if you don't learn from the past, right. positive or negative, right. you're going to repeat it. Now, if right. it's a good thing, go ahead. If it's something that wasn't so good, okay, you see that over there? Yeah. It commemorates don't do what it. Ha- Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. And you teach people how right. and why. Like erasing the past. No good. It no, doesn't make sense good. to me because it is in the past, and I think it's important for kids to know what was wrong and what we shouldn't do. Like, and, what they did to the and Indians... And again, what was right, I'm sorry. Right, it's a bad thing. But how are they going to know about it if you pretend it never happened? You can't pretend that things never happened. You have to say, this happened. It wasn't good. I know. And now you may learn from it. Not, let's pretend it never happened. I don't get that at all. I don't get it. Well, That's just me. Because oh. here's what's liable to That's happen, me. and we won't, oh. be, we won't be on the planet to see it. No. You get all these things in the, uh, in the early 2000s that are eliminated, that are, you know, taken away. Okay? Mm. And all of a sudden, in the early 2100s, for example, you know, nobody knows about this. Who was alive. Okay? Because it's all gone for a hundred years, so nobody really knows much about it. Okay, mm-hmm. um, they got to do some research. I'm sure you, you know, whatever's going to be in a hundred years, you know, the equivalent of the internet or libraries or books or research is going to be there. But by far and large, the average schlub is not going to know about, you know, um, and this is the reason why, you know, aspects of the Civil War, all, many, some, few, were no good. Here's the reasons why, why aspects of the Civil War, all, many, some, few, were good. And here's, okay, yeah, I mean, you had brother fighting against brother. You had, uh, you had the whole thing, you know, relative to slavery that should have been handled a hundred years before, but we just weren't ready for it. It was, again, a different time. You have a but a hundred years from now, these yeah. people aren't going to know this. No, because they took it, they took it away. And it's likely, Erased. and I don't hope it's not, but it's likely, or it's, I should say this: it's more likely for stuff like that that was fought against in the eighteen hundreds, a hundred and some years previously to now, and a hundred and fifty years further in the future from now. There's a likelihood that stuff like that may bubble to the surface again. Everybody, or there are enough people be like, you know what? This is worthwhile. This we, this means something. No. (laughs) Don't do that. Right. Well, going back to the mascot. Yes. Mr. Met, I got a little something, a little tidbit for you. You're going to like this. Oh, boy. Ready? Mr. Met was first seen on April 11th of 1962. Yes. However. He was kind of funky looking back then, though. He was a little funky. But however, in the mid-1970s, they dissolved Mr. Met as the mascot. Yeah, they did. And in 1976, they appeared with a new mascot, and his name was Metal the Mule. I don't remember <laughs> Metal the Mule, I yep. have to confess. 
And, and it's so they phased out the prior mascot popularity caused because of the famous chicken. And why are they call the famous chicken? That's weird. Well, because San, San Diego, Diego chicken, chicken is, is uh, trademarked. Yeah. Oh. That's like calling well, the Super Bowl the, the famous, big game. So the famous chicken and the Philly <laughs> fanatic. That's there. Well. Uh, in the late 70s and 1970. Uh, after the Mets discontinued use of Mr. Met, the team briefly experimented with a new mascot named Metal the Mule that was a living animal oh. that would parade along the foul lines prior to the game. <laughs> I don't remember that. I didn't know. Isn't that funny? That was wow. in 1979. There was like a real like, hi. Um, in 1992, <laughs> longtime Mets fan uh, wrote a compelling appeal for his reinstatement and asking the Mets to resurrect the mascot. The team did not act, act quickly or grant Lois her request to be Mr. Met until 1994. Lois. 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 What? Hi. <laughs> Uh, 1994. That's wow. when he came back. So wow. there was a, there was a big lull in between for Mr. Met. Those were some dark days for the and team back dark, in the early yeah. mid 90s. Maybe that's why they weren't doing well because Mr. Met was gone. You ever think about that? I do now. Yeah, maybe that had something metal to do with it. Metal the mule. How'd you spell metal? It was M E D D. No, excuse me, M E T T L E. Metal. As in metal. testing your metal. So We're gonna test his metal. He's a tough guy. What the heck is that? Not like the meddling kids from uh, Scooby Doo. That's with a D. And then I'd have gotten away with it if it weren't for these meddling kids. That's so interesting. In 2013, the Mets introduced batting practice caps featuring Mr. Met on the front. Yes. In 2014, uh, Mr. Met sleeve patches is featured on the Mets blue alternate home and road jerseys. Yep. In 2015, a far more detailed Mr. Met backstory was written for a long. By a longtime fan in cooperation with the team and was published. There's a book about I remember Mr. Met. that that had happened. I forgot all about that, but now that you mention it, I'm like, oh, that's right. There's a whole story. There is a whole story behind Mr. Met. I find, I don't know why. Kind of, oh, look, Josh Hamilton. That's weird. Oh. Well, that's so wow. funny. It says Josh Hamilton. We're just talking about him. Uh, we're talking about all this Mr. Met stuff. But I, I don't know. I have a thing about mascots. I really I like mascots. I really do. I like I like mascots. I like the idea of them. I like. I'm gonna tell you something. I did a um, a not a festival. I don't know what we called it, but it was something we did for radio our radio station. Um, and we had to. Uh, it was like an activity for our radio station. Activities. And we activity and we did it in government center in Boston. And a girl show was sick, and it was uh, they were all dressed up in costumes. And the girl who was going to be blue from Blue's Clues uh, was sick, and I said, I want to do that. I've never dressed up and been a character, and I really want to be a character yeah. for one day. And I was supposed to be working at a table at the radio station, and I asked my friend, I said, can I just, I want to do this. Yeah, you can do it. So I was blue from Blue's Clues for one day. Wow. Yeah. And it's pretty freaking awesome. What about what year would this have been? I'm going to say 2004. Wow. Maybe, 2004. So Jack would have been seven. He yeah. still, you still would have been in with him because he was, when he was a yeah. little tiger, he was all over Blue's Clues. I have a picture of it. I actually wow. would use it to get other um, gigs. So I would put it in a portfolio, and when I applied to another radio station, I said, what salesperson would dress up like Blue for Blue's Clues for, for an event for a radio show? Who would do that? And they'd be like, nope, no salesperson would do that. I said, I do. And I literally got the job at the next radio station because of that. But it was the craziest thing is, first of all, it was summer. Right. It's hot oh, as ass. It's in like wearing costumes, carpet. Man. Oh my 
God, Am it I was right? like sweat in my oh, eyes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In my eyes, dripping, and then they say you have to put a bandana on your forehead so that the sweat can like trap in the in yeah. the bandana and oh my God, but. Summer of '87 again out in Williamsport, mm-hmm. the uh, the minor league baseball team out there was a Double A Cleveland Indians affiliate. And every year, and I didn't know this until I got out there, but I, I quickly find out, every year they would bring out, and he was an older gentleman by this time, deep in his 70s at least, they would bring out Bob Feller. Mm. Bob Feller was a, uh, a used to, his nickname was Rapid Robert back in the 40s and into the 50s because he pitched so fast, okay? Back then, all these fireballers who pitched extremely fast, they were the exception, not the rule. They even did a thing where they, they, uh, they had a race between one of Bob Feller's pitches and a police motorcycle, okay? They, uh, as the police motorcycle went by, Bob Feller threw the pitch, you know, 60 feet, 6 inches, uh, and into a piece of pa- a big giant piece of paper, like when you come out for the football game, you know? Right. Um, and then the motorcycle cop went through the paper right next to it, and he beat the, uh, he beat the motorcycle cop on, a, on, a, you know, on, the, on the bike. So every year, all the minor league Cleveland Indian teams would bring Bob Feller out for Bob Feller night. And he'd sit there, and he'd, he'd sign autographs. I got his autograph, you know. And yeah. It was really very great, you know, and he was very nice, you know. And... Uh, before the one in 87 or 88, doesn't matter, I guess it was 87, um, my program director, Barb, comes up to me, who I've become friends with, you know, and, and uh, she says, hey, um, our, our, our rooster backed out. Remember Ooh, I told you? The rooster. WLQ rooster that, again, yeah. looked kind of like the San Diego chicken. Our rooster backed out. Um, there's there's twenty five dollars in it if you do the rooster tonight at the uh, oh, at the Bob Feller game. Nice. So what do we need to do? He goes. She said, Well, you need you know before before the game, you know we'll have I'll have Brian the overnight DJ. Brian will walk you around because it's tough to see through because you look out the beak, okay? You look through the beak, and it was very difficult to see. So he's she said. Brian will walk you around the stadium. You goof around with the fans, you know. So I did. I had fun with him. I sure. had a lot of fun. She said, "Don't talk because the mascot doesn't talk." I'm like, okay. So I, I I I goofed around with the with the kids and with the fans, and we went all through Bowman Field out there, historic Bowman Field, by the way, and uh, we had a lot of fun. She says, "The next thing, Bob is going to pitch three pitches apiece to some local radio folks." Um, you know, it's going to be so and so from this station, so and so from that station, such and such from over that station, and the WILQ rooster. I'm like, so I have to try to hit. Correct me if I'm getting this wrong. I have to in the wings, the the gloves that are like wings. Oh yeah. Have a bat in my hand and try to hit a pitch, seeing through the the side now of the beak because I can't turn the whole. Okay, stay. Well, yeah, that's kind of the deal. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love him. So love him. he threw my sports director, God love him, Bill Keen. He just passed away recently. Hi, Bill. Um, he was up in the booth behind home plate, and I cover the game. And uh, the first pitch, I think I was the first one up because they just they're like, listen, can we get this guy? He's he's roasting his butt off in that suit. Mm. So I, <laughs> I went first. I got up. I, all I see is way out there as I see him do a wind-up in the, like the first 20 feet of the pitch. Right. And then all of a sudden, pow, I hit it right to the outfield <laughs> against Bob Feller. All sweaty. And nobody will ever know it because I was in the damn suit. Right. And then, the, then Bill says, 
yeah, you kind of got him angry. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, because here's this knucklehead in the chicken suit, in the rooster costume, right. hit one against Rapid Robert, doesn't matter he's 73 or 78 years old, against Rapid Robert into the outfield. I'm like, well, you know, I've, you've, you've seen me play ball for the softball team. He goes, yeah, but those next two pitches that he threw, he broke off two of the most wicked curves that I, I have ever seen, and you, you were nowhere close. <laughs> I like the kids' faces. That's really when well, you're dressed up as a mascot, And that's what I do. You know, the kids would come up and they would they would hug, hug you and, and they'd tug on you and like, they'd hey. look up to you and it's, yeah, it was so amazing. I'd hug them, you I know, because it. you know that, that they wanted, you know, and, and they could. Just, hey, rooster, could you pose for a picture? So we did a picture. you know, and, you I love doing that. There's pictures of me as, as blue from Blue's Clues somewhere. Isn't that great? I don't know, other than the I one I have with kids, though. Somebody has me in a photo album somewhere. I'm oh like, my. there's my kid with another, the you kids all grown up. <laughs> there's you when we met Blue for Blue's Clues at the, yeah. at the Intercom uh, Festival. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I it. I get it. And I was just looking to it. I thought this was funny, too, uh, the, the mascot for the Red Sox, which is Wally the Green Monster. Oh. And that debuted in 1997. That wasn't that long ago either, no. which is interesting. But what I think is funny is that, did you know that I didn't realize... That Wally was because it was the wall. The yeah. Green. I didn't realize that for the longest wall, time. Monster, no. big green. I don't know why. For some reason, I was like, Wally, Wally. And I don't know. I think it just dawned on me one day that I went, oh, the wall, it Wally. I just thought his name was Wally. And the big green monster. I never, I didn't make the connection. It's kind of like how I didn't make the Limo Inu. I didn't make that connection until you said it. And Doug. And And, and Doug. Limo Inu, that's, <laughs> that's Liberty Mutual. Yeah, but I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't hit. I don't know. I was like Limu. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell's wrong with me? Yeah, uh, what are you gonna do? You're hungry. That's at, why. Yeah, I'm hungry. Look at the time of this. It's seven o'clock. See what happens when we're having fun. See? Time flies. Even though I was five minutes late. Only only four. Four minutes late. <laughs> I was late. All right, we'll talk about what's on your mind. What do you want? We'll talk Nobody about that. Nobody calls us. Well, because you get all snarky. They were scared of you. Maybe I scare people. A little bit. Am I intimidating? A little bit. Mm. It could be. <laughs> I'm going to kick somebody's ass with that. <laughs> I'm going to fight. Listen, here. Cut you. We're, we'll be back next time, next week. And we'll talk about it then. Think Here. Here's your assignment, kids, whether you're watching live or you're watching it after. What's the assignment? Okay. It's, a, it's an easy one. Okay. Again, what would you like? Here, I'll tell you what I want, and you know this. You know I this. know what you want. You, you have said. I want, well, I'm just, but they don't know. Okay. Go. I'm just well, saying, you probably said it before. I Go want, ahead. I would like, and I'm still working on it. Like? I want a, 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 a backyard right on size train. Yes, you do. I do. I, with the, with I the rails about this far apart that I can put, you know, I don't know, seven, eight people on it. And if I felt like it, you know, towed it around and uh, make a few bucks here and there. I want to get my vet tech license and work in a veterinarian's office. There you go. That's what I want. I want to work with animals. What do you want? What would you like? Do you want to go someplace? Maybe it's a trip. Maybe it's a career change. Maybe it's stuff. Maybe it's a new house. How about that boat? You get down on Barnegat Bay yes, or, or wherever. What do you want? Maybe next week you'll get to talk about it if I'm not in a bad mood. Maybe. There's only <laughs> one way to find out. Join us again next week in real town. Until then. Thanks for I'm, my M&M's, Gene. <laughs> I'm John, and that is... Tracy. Yeah. Squish. Yeah, M&M's, I didn't eat them in Actually, they were, they were R&Rs for rest of yes. relaxations yes. and rejuvenations. See you next time. Bye. Don't tell nobody about the M&M's. I missed the theme music. There we go.
I don't feel complete until I hear that. Put a stinky phone on. Oh. What? Oh. Hi, it's Wheel here. On with the show. This is it.